Hi, and welcome to the Rabin New Testament Church podcast. You are about to hear a powerful message. We hope that you are blessed and encouraged by this message today. Tonight's service. Uh, I want to come to you tonight for any prayer requests you might have tonight before the Lord. I want to call out any tonight. Any prayer requests? Yeah, yeah, homeschool family. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Continue to pray for Brother Rodney. Rodney, uh, his situation as well. Uh, pray for the ones I called out this morning too. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yes, Sister Crystal. Yep. Amen. Amen. Yep. Any others tonight? Prayer request. Brother Terry. Yep. Gladys, Robert, John, Sharon, uh, Sissy, Natasha. Yep. Um, yes. Brother Nate. Any others tonight you'd like to call out for the Lord tonight? No others. Um, unspoken request about a raising of your hands. Let's stand and invite the Lord into this service tonight. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you right now, Lord God, asking you to come in and sup with us for a while, Lord. Lord, we love you today, God, and we thank you, Lord, for bringing us through the trials and through the tests, Lord God, and through all the situations, Lord. Lord, we ask that you just continue to keep your hands upon us, Lord. Continue to help us, Lord God. Continue to deliver us from these situations, Lord God, as we continue to praise your holy name, Lord. Lord, there's a number of needs in this house tonight, Lord God. Lord, you know each and every need before us even called out, Lord. And Lord, you know the, the situation, Lord God. Lord, we ask that you'll just touch each and every situation, Lord, that you'll work each and every one out in thy own perfect way, Lord. Lord, we'll be so very careful to give you the praise, Lord. Lord, we thank you and we praise you. We ask that you'll forgive our trespasses, Lord, as we forgive those who trespass against us, Lord. Lord, we love you and we thank you and we thank you for your blessings, Lord God. And we're looking looking forward to your coming, Lord God. We thank you and we praise your holy name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, amen. Uh, Tab, Sister Betty, y'all want to come lead us in a congregational song? Page 133, Redback Hamill. C chord. My heavenly home is bright and fair. I feel like traveling on north. 
feel like traveling on. Um, you know, I don't think it's going to be too much longer that we're going to make that, that final journey. We'll make that final journey to see our Lord and Savior. Uh, won't that be a day? That'll be something, won't it? It'll be worth it all, all this pain, all this suffering, all the sorrow that you've been through in your years of, uh, of serving the Lord. I tell you, it's going to, it's going to be a day whenever we, we uh, travel on home to see our, our Savior. Uh, Jacob, you got one you want to say? Why don't you let down your net Down into the water There's a blessing waiting You cannot contain 
If you just let down your net Way down in the water is pouring out the ladder rain Y'all come on Cause there are some of you Diseased and afflicted And sickness reigns in your mind You let the prophets up down And unbelief convince you That Jesus don't heal the sick and blind Why don't you let down your neck down into the water, there's a blessing waiting you cannot contain. If you just let down your net, way down in the water, he's pouring out the ladder rain. Oh, listen to this. Your soul is so thirsty, and you're so bad weary. Oh, your body's weak and tired from the pain. Well, it's time to get up. And stand upon the Bible, he's pouring out the ladder rain. Why don't you let down your net? Down into the water, there's a blessing waiting you cannot contain. If you just let down your net, way down in the water, he's pouring out the ladder rain. But old Satan comes at you. Your weapons on our carnal. Oh, the blessed name of Jesus is your power. When he tries to bite your children, just remember what old Paul did and shake that old snake off into the fire. Why don't you let down your net? Down into the water, there's a blessing waiting you cannot contain. If you just let down your net, Way down in the water, he's pouring out the ladder rain. Let's go back to verse 3. When old Satan comes at you, your weapons are not carnal. Oh, the blessed name of Jesus is your power. When he tries to bite your children, just remember what old Paul did. And shake that old snake off into the fire. Why don't you let down your neck? Down into the water, there's a blessing waiting you cannot contain. If you just let down your net, way down in the water, he's pouring out the ladder rain. Yes, he is. Oh, he's pouring out the ladder rain. He's pouring out the ladder rain. Well, amen. Out right there, get your old blood pumping this uh, this this uh, this uh, fine Sunday night there, won't it? I tell you what, sometimes I believe that we hinder the Holy Spirit. Many times I believe we do. You know, if we would just let God have his way in a service, there's no telling what might happen, you know. I tell you what, the Lord himself may come and join us. And you say, well, Brother Kevin, you're talking crazy. no. I'm not. I'm not talking crazy. He said he himself's coming back to get us. He himself's coming back. You know, if we ever get in one mind and one accord, and um, I think we just heard a message preached on that about the upper room just uh, just the other day. And you know, all that was was a group of believers is what that was. And they got their mind about the Father's business is all, is all, is all they did, you know. And they were in one mind and one accord in one place, in one place. 
Not much different than what we are right here tonight. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be great if we was to do that right there? And I'll tell you what, you may hold the key to this service tonight. So don't hold back. Let God do what God wants to do with this service tonight. You may be stopping somebody from getting healing. You may be stopping somebody from getting a blessing. You may be holding back on your own blessing tonight. Who knows? Who knows? We all have needs. We all have situations. We're all fighting principalities. We're all fighting uh, darkness. We're all fighting different this and that. So just let go and let God have his way here tonight. Uh, Sister Morgan, do you have one tonight you want to sing? It's that one that was two, you thought it was two pages last week. Okay. It's the page two to the one that was only one page. <laughs> Did you find it? It's in, it's in there. I've got a, um, a new song that I'm going to sing um, this evening. And the word, or it's called Broken Vessels. And if you're a Hillsong listener, then you'll recognize this song, but a lot of you will recognize it because it's got amazing grace intertwined within it. But the words of it are just so beautiful. Each and every one of us are, are broken vessels, and we've been pieced back together perfectly by the potter's hand. And that's what these this song is talking about, that you know we're those broken pieces, and they're broken and scattered, but God has put us back together. Um, y'all just listen to the words and worship along. These pieces broken and scattered In mercy gather, mended and whole Empty-handed but not forsaken I've been set free, I've been set free Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Oh, I once was lost, but now.
take our failure, you take our weakness, you set your treasure in jars of clay. So take this heart, Lord, I'll be your vessel. beautiful song. What a beautiful song that is. I tell you what, I love these songs. I, you know, uh, some people call them contemporary, but I call them, I call them songs. I call them Christian songs. I call them God, uh, God songs. I call them anointed songs is what I call them. And I tell you what, I love to hear, love to hear a song like this with all this, this meaning to it, you know. Uh, anybody can get up here and sing anything, but you know what, whenever you sing under the anointing, I tell you what, there's nothing. The gates of hell cannot prevail against something like that. You know what? 
Uh, I tell you what, I love to hear these these good old anointed songs. Brother Willie, you got one you want to sing? You want to try? song here. I used to sing it a long time ago. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's all go down to the river. There's a man that's walking on the water. Come along with me. For I want to see this man that's walking on the water. Well, he can raise the dead from the grave, change the water and turn it into wine. He can make the lame walk. He can make the dumb talk and open up the eyes of the blind. Let's all go down to the river. There's a man that's walking on the water. Come along with me. For I want to see this man that's walking on the water. Jesus is the man at the river. He's washing people's sins away. He can save your soul if you give him control and be ready for that judgment day. Let's all go down to the river. There's a man that's walking on the water. Come along with me. For I want to see this man that's walking on the water. Let's all go down to the river. There's a man that's walking on the water. Come along with me. For I want to see this man that's walking on the water. I want to see this man walking on the water. Amen. Amen. I tell you what, if you don't want to see that man that's walking on the water, I do. There's been a many times whenever I have, you know, I have had to call out to him. You know, just like, uh, just like the disciples were that was in the ship. You know, they were good as long as they kept their eyes upon the master, you know. And he said, he said, uh, he said master, bid me to come unto you. You know, you got to be careful whenever you do that. You got to have the faith and you got to keep your eyes on the Lord or you're going to start sinking in these old troubles and these old trials. And sure enough, he took his eyes off the master and he got scared. You know, he didn't realize that he was standing there with the one that could deliver him from every situation. The one that could deliver him from, from he, could, he could even go into the pits of hell to get, to get somebody if he wanted to do that. You know, he could do that. I tell you what, just keep holding on to the Lord tonight. Keep worshiping tonight. Worship, worship with Brother Rick as he sings tonight. Walk me through. Thank you, Lord. There's a storm on the horizon. Walk me through. As I face the fear 
in danger walk me through when the darkness hovers near and I don't know what to do take my hand gentle shepherd walk me through Walk me through, walk me through, give me grace, keep my eyes on you, be my comfort, be my step of the way because you know if you do that you know that you're not out of his will 
you don't get out ahead of him or you don't lag behind him. You know, if you're if he's walking with you right through there, I tell you what, you're in the safest spot that I've ever ever seen before in my life. Tab, uh, you and Trina, y'all want to sing one? Tab, you got one? Come on, Sister Renee, Sister, Sister Betty, y'all come on. I tell you what, we worshiping the Lord tonight. I feel his presence in this place. I feel him right now. Let's just have a good time in the Lord tonight. Say something for the Lord when you get up here, Sister Renee. I know you've been fighting a battle with your work and with this COVID stuff. So say something for the Lord. There's been some great songs tonight. Saturday when we were here cleaning the church and Eric was outside um, uh, washing the church down with Clorox and cleaning it off. The whole parking lot smelled like Clorox. But, um, you know, it was amazing to me how, and I've seen it done before, but I guess because it was the church, it really made me think about he would uh, spray the side down with Clorox and leave it and let it sit and then go spray the other side off. But when he come back to spray the Clorox off, it was so much whiter and brighter. Amen. And I thought, you know, I started singing the little chorus, it washes white as snow. And he was like, please don't do that. It's, it's Clorox. <laughs> but, I mean, that's exactly what God does for us. You know, we have, like, some dirty spots on us, and he'll come down and, and spray us really good with this, with his uh, holiness and his goodness and his love and his mercy and come back and wash it all off and, and we're clean. We're really clean. And there may be like when Eric washed some of the areas in the back, um, there were still a few little spots there. And he said, you know, those are just spots I can't get. They're going to have to, we either got a power wash or paint. He said, but that's the only way you can cover it up. But still, the blood of Jesus covers everything in our life, everything. And I told him when he was cleaning the church Sunday, I said, this is such, this would be such a good word. And he just, you know, rolls his eyes and whatever. But I think about stuff like that. But um, anyway, y'all pray for me. I'm going to sing the song, um, The Battle Belongs to the Lord. You know, it doesn't matter what kind of battle we are facing tonight. Um, it could be a battle of the mind. It could be a battle that we need for healing in our body. It could be a battle that we're fighting financially. Um, it could be a battle at home, a battle with our job. It does not matter what we're facing. Um, who can stand against us? For there's nothing, nothing that Jesus can't do. There's nothing impossible for him. And he fights our battles. He goes before us. So y'all just pray for me.
When all I see is the battle, you see my victory. When all I see is the mountain, you see a mountain move. And as I walk through the shadow, your love surrounds me. There's nothing to fear now, for I am safe with you. So when I fight, I'll fight on my knees with my hands lifted high. Oh, God, the battle belongs to you. Every fear I lay at your feet, I'll sing through the night. Oh, God, the battle belongs to you. For Jesus, there's nothing impossible for you. When all I see are the ashes, you see the beauty. When all I see is a cross, God, you see an empty tomb. So when I fight, I'll fight on my knees with my hands lifted high. Oh, God, the battle belongs to you. Every fear I lay at your feet, I'll sing through the night. Oh, God, the battle belongs to you. Mm. Almighty fortress. You go before us. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. You shine in the shadow. You win every battle. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. Almighty fortress, you go before us. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. Shine in the shadow, you win every battle. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. So when I fight, I'll fight on my knees with my hands lifted high. Oh, God, the battle belongs to you. Every fear I lay at your feet, I'll sing through the night. Oh, God, the battle belongs to you. So when I fight, I'll fight on my knees 
with my hands lifted high. Oh God, battle belongs to you. Every fear I lay at your feet, I'll sing through the night. Oh God, the battle belongs to you. Amen. There's another new one. That's a good one there, sister, right there. You have to, I think that's a keeper right there. You have to keep that one right there. Don't lose that one. I tell you what, you know, the battle is truly his. Sometimes we try to make it ours. Truly it is our battle, but we don't we don't let him have control over it a lot of times. You know, we we uh we run headlong into a situation and I'm the I'm the world's worst, you know. Sometimes you just don't uh I think I think the pastor preached on it this morning. You just gotta pause. You gotta pause and you gotta work it out with God. You gotta ask his his leading and guidance. You know, uh, to to any situation that you go into, it don't matter whether it's cleaning the house or whether it's cleaning the church or or, or whatever it's doing. You got to ask God to help you. You got to ask God to help you through the situations. Continue to worship with us tonight. I feel His holy presence. Tab, y'all want you want to sing? Says Tammy, you got one you want to sing for us tonight? You got one? I want to give all y'all an opportunity. We even let Brother Rufus come up here. You got one, Brother Rufus? You fire off for us. A chord. You guys might have a copy. Why should I worry? I think a lot of the songs are all going together tonight. I had asked Morgan to pull this one a few minutes ago. I texted her and then Renee sang that one. So I think uh, the Lord's trying to tell us something tonight. No matter what we're going through, no matter what we're facing, we can always put our trust in him. And sometimes the old devil wants to work on our minds. Right. <laughs> we all That's been right. through that. We know what he wants to do. Um, but no matter what, we can trust that God will always be there. He said he would never leave us or forsake us. He would be with us until the end. And that, that's our hope. That's all we got to do is put our trust in him. But sometimes the old enemy likes to sit on our shoulder, and he likes to get us down. But we just have to remember to put our trust in him. Thank you, Lord. Worship with us tonight. Out on the water, the storm's raging high. The waters around them, they were troubled that night. Fear filled their hearts, they felt they would die. But they failed to remember that the master was nigh. Then he spoke the words, and the winds all stood still. You see, even the waters, they obeyed his will. Now he calmed their storms, just like he will mine. If I just remember, he lives deep inside. So why should I worry and why should I fear when the very same Jesus, he is always near. He lives in my heart and he hears when I cry. 
cry. I'll call on his name till the storm passes by. We read in the How great it would be to have his footsteps in mine and walk with the master all of the time. And when trials come and death seems so nigh, I'll just call on the master. I know he'll be there on time. And when sickness comes, and my body's in pain all i have to do is call on his name so why should i worry why should i fear when the very same jesus he is always here in my heart and he hears when I cry I'll call on his name to the storm passes by out on the water the storm's raging high the waters around them they were troubled that night Fear filled their hearts, they felt they would die, but they failed to remember that the master was nigh. Then he spoke the words, and the winds all stood still. You see, even the waters, they obey his will. Now he calmed their storms, just Just remember, he lives deep inside. So why should I worry? Why should I fear when the very same Jesus, he is always near. He lives in my heart and he hears when I cry. I'll call on his name till the storm I'll call on his name till the storm passes by. Well, amen. Amen. Another good one right there. It just lined right on up. Sister Tammy, did you say you had one you wanted to sing? You want to sing one for us? Okay. Well, good. How about you, Sister Betty? Y'all want to sing one? Okay. We'll go ahead and change the order of the service. I'll tell you what, uh, there's been some real good singing 
tonight, and I feel his presence right there. What a way to get us the service started. I tell you what, get us in that spirit, and then get us ready for this good old, uh, this good word right here that we need to, to carry us on through. Pray, uh, pray for Brother Tony right now as he brings forth the message for us tonight. Jesus, God. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Good worship tonight. Amen. Enjoyed the singing and uh, amen the uh, worship. Amen. Just thank God for each and every one of y'all being in the house of God tonight. And uh, amen. Just thank God for His grace and His mercy, His blessings. Amen. Upon us and uh, uh, he's such a good God, and uh, I love him so much. He's been good to me. I know he's been good, amen, to you as well. And uh, hallelujah. Just thank God for, amen, ways. Takes care of our family, amen. It takes care of our church, and amen. Yeah, we've been through some stuff, and amen. We've had to face some things, but uh, God is still good, amen, all the time. And I thank God, amen, for that tonight. If you have your Bibles, turn to... Uh, Turn to John chapter number 14, John chapter number 14, if you will. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. As you turn into John chapter uh, number 14, amen, we want to remind us of a few things we've been talking about the last several weeks in this series on power encounters, amen, we... Uh, we, we kicked off with Matthew chapter number 11, verse number 12, and it says, From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. And so we know and understand there is a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a warfare that is going on out there in the world today, and uh, amen, we're com- calling this power encounters. It's when the kingdom of God, amen, comes up against the kingdom of of Satan, we kicked off, Amen, in the, in, in the first uh, uh, sermon in this series, and we talked about how Paul described his ministry of a demonstration of the Spirit and of power, and how we're to have uh, that same demonstration of Spirit and power in our lives. And then uh, in the second one, we talked about being filled with the Holy Ghost, and uh, we thank God for that promise, Amen, tonight. And then uh, this past Wednesday night, we continued on uh, with open doors and. Uh, Talked about how God uh, can open doors in our life and how Paul prayed for open doors. I mean, he wasn't just, he didn't sit and sit around and wait uh, for God to open a door for him, and, uh, but he prayed and he asked other people to pray for him uh, that God would open a door of, uh, of opportunity for him to evangelize and spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, tonight, we're going to continue on with part number four, uh, and we're calling this one tonight, Greater Works, Greater Works works. Amen. So I know God desires, as we talked about over the last several weeks, God desires to work through His people uh, in power encounters. And we're going to continue this on, and uh, we're kind of getting into uh, uh, some of the, some of the uh, uh, probably the more, uh, um, I guess you would say, uh, popular um, uh, aspects of, of this, amen, and uh, uh, getting into uh, the greater works we're going to talk about tonight. We're still going to continue on. We're going to get there <laughs> Amen. Maybe next week, whatever God allows us to do it. Uh, I promise you we're going to get to the part about casting out devils. We're going to get there uh, one night and uh, just lead, see where God leads us 
uh, to go. But, uh, I mean, we know and understand that God wants to work through us in demonstration of His Spirit and power. Amen. He wants us to be filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We've got to have that in order to, uh, to encounter some of the things that we're going to encounter uh, as we push forward in the kingdom of God. Amen. And when we do so, God's going to open up some doors in our lives to be able uh, to minister and to be able to work, amen, the, uh, through the, uh, the power of the Holy Ghost in our lives and uh, uh, to help other people and to, uh, to, to further the kingdom of God. Amen. And so we begin to open up, amen, and walk through those doors, amen, that God God has put before us, amen, He has promised us, uh, amen, that we as the children of God, as believers in Jesus Christ, can do greater works. Amen. So I want you to, I mean, just get this with us tonight. What are we talking about greater works? Greater works, amen, as we go back to our first uh, sermon, it refers to the signs, the miracles, the wonders, amen, that were talked about there. I mean, if you remember in 2 Corinthians chapter number 12, Verse number 12, the Bible says, Truly the signs of an apostle were wrought among you in all patience, in signs, in wonders, and in mighty deeds, which are miracles, amen, of God, amen. He also, amen, Jesus said in Mark chapter number 16, amen, verses 17 and 18, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall, shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. <laughs> amen. That's you and I, amen, tonight. Amen. These signs that he's talking about here, amen, are evidence. Amen. <laughs> Here's the question. If you were arrested and charged with being a Christian, would there be enough evidence to convict you? I'm going to say it again. <laughs> Amen. If you were arrested and charged with the crime of being a Christian, would there be enough evidence, enough signs in our lives to convict us of that? Amen. That's an important question we've got to ask ourselves. Amen. Is there anything, is there some evidence going on in my life? I want some evidence, uh, amen, in my life. I want some evidence in, in my ministry. Amen. I want some evidence of the power of God, amen, upon me in my life. Amen. I want you to, amen, turn, if you will. If you're not there already, amen, I ask you to turn already. But John chapter 14, amen, if you're there, amen, find your way to verse number 12. Hallelujah. Praise God. John chapter number 14. We're going to start at verse number 12. He says, Verily, verily. Now, anytime Jesus says, Verily, verily, I mean, first of all, verily, verily means truly, truly. In other words, this is, this is double true. I mean, this is really, really true. I mean, everything Jesus said is true. But, I mean, but what he's saying here is uh, when he says, Verily, verily, he's saying, I mean, you might want to pay attention to what I'm about to say because it might be pretty important. I mean, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me. Now, amen, before we get to the rest of it, I want you to understand what we're about to read and what we're about to study and what we're about to talk about tonight. Amen, so far, he's only given us one condition, amen, one condition to receive the promise that he's about to give his disciples. Amen, he says, he that believes on me. I mean, you know what I understand? Believe on means to have faith in. I mean, to have faith in, I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, in other words, he's saying, if you have faith in me, I mean, in Jesus Christ and who I am and what I am able to do, this promise is about to apply to you. Amen. You might shout when we get there. I don't know. Amen. But it's a good one. He says, 
he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. Hold up a minute. Y'all said that like it was just normal, everyday, amen, fixing to happen kind of thing, amen. Like we're getting up, eating our Cheerios for breakfast, amen, and uh, heading on down the road to work, amen. Yeah, we're going to do some. Did you understand what he said? He that believes on me, Jesus said, the works that I do, he is going to do also. <laughs> Amen. Think about this just for a minute. Amen. Let me go through the list. Uh, Amen. Tonight. I mean, I want you to know this. I mean, think about some of the works that Jesus performed in Scripture. And this is just a partial list. I ain't got time to go through. Amen. All of them. Number, uh, Amen. Evelyn's not in here tonight. I'd ask her this question. She'd get this one right. What's the first miracle that Jesus performed? He turned water into wine. Amen. He opened up blinded eyes. He made the deaf to hear. He made the mute to talk. He caused the lame to walk. He restored a, a man's withered hand. He healed the woman with an issue of blood. He cleansed the leopards. He fed thousands with a few loaves of bread and just a couple of fish. He calmed the storm and the wind and the waves obeyed him. He walked on the water. He paid taxes from a coin that he got, amen, from a fish's mouth. He cast out demons uh, and he raised the dead back to life. Amen, I'm here to tell you tonight, Jesus performed some great uh, and some mighty miracles, amen, in his earthly ministry. Amen. But guess what? I mean, even after all that, if we could go through the whole list tonight, Amen. There is more that Jesus did than what is even recorded in Scripture. John chapter 21 verse 25 says, And there are also many other things which Jesus did, the which, if they should be written every one, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. Amen. Amen. You want to talk about a powerful ministry? Amen. Jesus had a powerful ministry on this earth. Amen. And you know why Jesus had a powerful ministry on this earth? Amen. Number one, he is God. Amen. But you know and understand as Jesus walked upon the face of the earth, as he was born, amen, in that manger, amen, born of the Virgin Mary, amen, the God of heaven, amen, Jesus Christ, uh, the second person of the Trinity, amen, the one who was involved in creation, amen, created, uh, amen, everything that we see and know, uh, amen, understand as he came in, amen, to this world, uh, amen, he is still God, but he also put on man. Two natures at one time, Amen. fully God and fully man. He was the God man. Amen. Amen. But no one understand as he did this, Jesus willingly put some limitations on himself as he is on this earth walking around in human flesh. What do you mean, Brother Tony? Well, one of the attributes of God is that God is omnipresent. That means God is everywhere all at the same time, amen? But as Jesus walked on this earth, amen, in, in, a, in a human body, amen, he was limited by space and by time, amen? He couldn't necessarily be everywhere at one time. Now, God the Father was still omnipresent. God the Holy Ghost was still omnipresent, uh, amen? But you know and understand, Jesus, as he walked upon the face of the earth, amen, he was limited in some ways, uh, amen, by this human experience, uh, amen, that he put on. So how was he able, amen, to operate in the power, amen, of God, amen, in his life and see all these things, uh, amen, happen in his ministry? Number one, he's God, but number two, he was empowered by the Holy Ghost. See, Jesus didn't do anything 
except learn. 12 years old, he's, he's already teaching the Pharisees and the, and the lawyers and, and those at the temple at 12 years old. He's learning, he's learning this stuff. I mean, he didn't wait till he got 30 years old to start learning. I mean, he, he was learning as a child. I mean, but he didn't start his earthly ministry till he's 30 years old. And his earthly ministry didn't start until that day at the River Jordan when John the Baptist baptized him. The Bible says uh, the heavens were opened up. Uh, I mean, God the Father spoke from heaven and says, This is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. And the Holy Ghost descended from heaven in the form of a dove and lighted on him. I mean, that was the beginning of Jesus' earthly ministry. And I've heard my pastor say this many times, amen, and I'm going to say it again tonight, amen. Jesus didn't launch out in his ministry until he was full of the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The disciples... As we talked about, the disciples didn't launch out in their ministry until they were empowered with the Holy Ghost. Amen. In fact, he told them, Terry, wait in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. Amen. And power is going to come upon you after, amen, the Holy Ghost comes upon you. Amen. And then you'll be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem and all these places. Uh, Amen. But it wasn't until they had the full power of the Holy Ghost in their lives, uh, amen, they begin to launch out, amen, and do the work, uh, amen, that God had called them to do. Amen. But I'm here to tell you tonight, uh, amen, all of these things that we read and all of these things that we talked about, amen, the miracles and the things that Jesus performed, we just read it. uh, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. There's a lot of people that are paused right there and say, hold up just a minute. That was just for the the disciples, just for the 11. That was just for the 11. That's not for us. It stopped. It didn't continue on. None of these things happened. That was only, that was their apostolic authority that Jesus gave specifically to them, and it did not go beyond that. Well, amen, I beg to differ with them because I believe if Jesus would have intended that, he would have said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, my disciples, those 11 of you that believe on me, the works that I do shall you do also. But that is not what he said. He said, He that believes on me. Amen. To me, that leaves it open, Brother Bubba, to, amen, an old country boy like me, amen, that, uh, amen, will get full of the power of the Holy Ghost and fire in my life, uh, amen, and let God work through me, uh, amen, and accomplish the things that God wants to accomplish on this earth, amen. But look at this. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. Hold up a minute. So you're telling me, first of all, amen, that the Bible said that Jesus says that if I believe on him, the same works that he did, I can do. But not only that, Jesus took it the step further, Brother Bubba, and said not only that, but greater works shall you do because I am going to the Father. Come on, somebody. Now, 
Amen. We read a bunch of stuff here. We talked about a bunch of miracles that Jesus performed. Uh, amen. I'm not here to tell you, amen, that I can perform some greater miracle than raising somebody from the dead. Uh, amen. I don't know any greater miracle, amen, than what, uh, amen, it, it, you dead, amen, and now you're not dead. Amen. You come back to life. That's pretty powerful. Amen. That's a powerful miracle. Amen. There's many things that Jesus did, and, and he talked about there. He said, greater works than these shall you do. Amen. Greater works. What does he mean, greater works? Uh, amen. Do you know and understand we have a privilege as Christians living in the New Testament age, uh, amen, to have the fullness uh, of the power of God in our lives? Because in the Old Testament, they didn't have that. God only worked through select individuals at select times. And he would put the power of the Holy Ghost upon them in those moments, uh, and God would work through them in those times. Uh, amen. But Jesus, uh, when he came to earth, uh, amen, became a man, died on the cross, shed his blood. By the Bible, we're getting into Easter, amen, season coming up really quickly. Uh, amen. And he came out of the tomb, uh, amen, and he ascended into heaven about 40 days later, amen, and he is seated at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for you and for me. Uh, amen. He did that for a reason. He accomplished what he needed to accomplish at the cross, and that was the salvation of our souls. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. He's the best Clorox you can ever have for your soul. Come on, somebody. Hey, what can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Amen. Come on. Amen. The blood of Jesus, amen, washes us white as snow. But he says here, amen, you're going to do works that I did, and greater works are you going to do, uh, amen, than even I did, uh, amen, because I am going to the Father. What does that mean? That means Jesus said, you know what? Here on this earth at this time in my ministry and in my life, I am limited, uh, amen, by space and by time. I can only be in one place at one time. That's why he says I must needs go through Samaria. There was a, it was a job he had to do, amen, that day in Samaria. That little woman at the well needed Jesus. As he passed through the city of Nain, if you remember the story, amen, he's passing through and there's a funeral procession going down the road and Jesus uh, walks up in the middle of a funeral procession, uh, amen, lays his hand, uh, amen, on the casket, amen, that this young man is laid in dead, uh, amen, being carried to a place of a burial and raises him back to life again. Amen. Jesus, amen, performed these miracles, but what he's saying is, here's the powerful thing, amen, he's saying, when I leave and I go back to the Father, I'm going to send something back. I'm going to send the comforter, the Holy Ghost, amen, and he is going to be with you and he is going to be in you in a way that has never been before. I'm going to the Father I'm going to send the promise of the Father back to you, and He is going to fill you and baptize you with the Holy Ghost, uh, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, uh, and you're going to have power, amen, to begin to do works, uh, amen, the same works that I did uh, on this earth, uh, and it's going to be greater works, uh, amen, because now it's going to spread to every single believer. Amen. It's not limited to Jerusalem anymore. It's not limited to Capernaum anymore. It's not limited to Nazareth anymore. Amen. It's spread. Uh, amen. Across the entire world. Uh, and everyday Christians like you and I who will come. Uh, amen. And receive. Uh, amen. The power of God in our lives. 
Greater works, why? Because there are millions upon millions of believers across this planet today who have access to the baptism of the Holy Ghost, that have access uh, to the power of God, uh, amen, that have access to the name of Jesus Christ uh, to lay hands on the sick and see them recover. You see what? Jesus now works through me and you. He's no longer limited by space and time. He can be anywhere he wants to be all the time he wants to be there. So can the Father, so can the Holy Ghost, just like they always could. Amen. And he can be in each and every one of us, amen, here tonight, Raven New Testament Church, amen, in the middle of March or whatever we're in, amen, doesn't matter, amen, God is, can be with us, amen, and in us, and work through us, amen, to accomplish, amen, the furtherance of the kingdom of God to bring down the kingdom of Satan. That's why we're talking about power encounters. Amen. Because every single time you press against uh, the kingdom of darkness that is coming against your life and against your family and against your church and against whatever it is, uh, amen, you are having a power encounter, uh, amen, with the kingdom of darkness, uh, amen, and you are standing uh, with the sword of the Spirit, uh, amen, furthering the kingdom of light, uh, amen, in this world. And Jesus is working through every one of you. We're now the hands, the feet, and the mouth of Jesus Christ on this earth. Now, I will not tell you, amen, that we're all little Jesuses. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is we're all little believers in Jesus Christ who have the power of Jesus Christ living on the inside of us. Because I don't have any power. And I don't have any authority. And I don't have any dominion. And I don't have a kingdom. God, tear my kingdom down and build up your kingdom in my life. I mean, I don't need a kingdom. Amen. Because I serve one who's got the greatest kingdom. Amen. That ever was or ever will be. Amen. And I'm here to tell us tonight if we'll get in. Amen. And get what God has for us. Amen. God wants to do some things through our lives. Greater works than these shall you do because I am going to the Father. What does that mean? Well, that means, Brother Nate, when you come up here and stand right here and say, Brother Bubba, I need prayer because I'm still fighting these migraines. And Brother Bubba grabs the oil, amen, and takes this red cap off of it, amen, and anoints his finger, amen, and lays his hand, amen, on your head and begins to pray, against the power of migraines that are coming against your life. Uh, I mean, we have the power, Brother Bubba, uh, under the authority of the name of Jesus Christ, uh, amen, that is working through us, not by my name, not by my power, not by my might, but by His Spirit, saith the Lord. Uh, we have the power and the authority in the name of Jesus Christ uh, to speak against migraine headaches uh, and the cause of them uh, and to lay hands on the sick uh, and they shall recover come on we're gonna get there hallelujah we have the power in the name of Jesus Christ uh, amen to call out evil spirits uh, amen and to command them to come out uh, in Jesus name uh, amen to go back to the pit where they came from uh, and never come back again Come on, somebody. Amen. We have the power and the authority in the name of Jesus Christ, amen, to speak cancer in the eye and say, cancer, amen, be erased in the name of Jesus. 
These works, let me go back. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me. Who's a believer tonight? Amen. I got four of us. Amen. Come on, how am I asking one more time? Who's a believer tonight? Amen. I got everybody that time. Amen. Live stream. Who's a believer out there tonight? It doesn't matter that you're not here. Amen. You can still have the power of God in your life to speak to whatever it is. He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go to the Father. Man, what a privilege. What an opportunity. What a door of opportunity that God has opened up to every single one of us here tonight. And I ask you at the beginning, if you were to be arrested and charged with the crime of being a believer, being a Christian, would there be enough evidence to convict us? Because I can say, I think I can say this with, uh, with, with about 100% accuracy and assurance, amen, tonight, Brother Bubba, that the church of the living God in the United States of America is lacking a lot of evidence. You say, well, we don't see all these things happening anymore, Brother Tony, so maybe those people are right. Those people that said, amen, all this stuff ended with the apostles, maybe they were right because we don't see these things happening like, we, like, like you read about, amen, in the Word. Let me tell you something. You get outside of this country, do a little research. You go to South America and Africa and India different places, or say Honduras, you go to some of these places, amen, that, that we would consider third world countries or poor and don't have a whole lot, amen, you talk to some of the missionaries, amen, that go, amen, into those countries, amen, read some of the things that are happening, amen, there is a Pentecostal outbreak that is going on across this planet right now. You go to some of these countries right now. I read them this afternoon. I mean, I might have time to get to a few of them tonight as examples. I'm not sure if we're going to get there or not. Amen. But, uh, I mean, do some research and do some studying. Amen. There are, there are people, amen, in, in, in Africa, amen, that, that, amen, that are walking in born blind in their 70s and 80s. Born blind. And some missionary, uh, amen, would really, uh, amen, nobody knows his name. He doesn't have his name in lights. He doesn't have a television show or a podcast or anything else. Uh, he's just called by God, amen, to go to a country, amen, and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, is laying hands on these people and their eyes are being opened. Today, ears are being opened. Amen. I read a story of one. Amen. There was a lady. Amen. Who had uh, who had had an accident. She had she had fallen, and because of this, Amen. I, I don't remember the exact uh, medical diagnosis. Uh, amen. But she had a condition to where Amen. She couldn't straighten up anymore. Amen. Her Amen. Her body was uh, Amen. Her nerves and her muscles Amen were just so clenched and tightened up. Uh, amen. And she had walked this way for years. I read a story in the Bible. Amen. It was very similar. <laughs> amen. She walked this way for years uh, and couldn't straighten up. Uh, amen. It couldn't do anything. Uh, she got in the middle of a church service one night uh, and the power of God hit her. Uh, amen. The next day, uh, she was up. Uh, she was back at work. Uh, amen. She was doing what she needed to do uh, because God healed her. 
greater works. God is still doing greater works today. But see, the problem I think is this. In the West, in America, we got it too good. We got it too good. I mean, that air conditioner right there, I mean, it's got me spoiled. Because if I don't have it, Brother Nate, I get a little, I get a little hot and I get a little cranky. I mean, you know what I'm talking about? Amen. You wait till it gets about August around here and you don't, your air conditioner don't work at the house. You're going to get cranky too. Amen. We got everything at our fingertips. The poorest people in the United States of America live like kings compared to some people in these other countries. So why does the power of God work so well in these other countries and it's not really, amen, the, we don't see it so much here? I mean, it's because I think we trust and we're so comfortable and we have all these other things, uh, amen, that we don't look at God and we don't look at Jesus Christ as our final and our last and our only resort. And these people do this all they have. Can you imagine? You have nothing. There is no food in the cupboard. They would... <laughs> I mean, they, they would shout, amen, to have the problem of having to pay a copay when they go to the doctor. Because there is no doctor. And there is no medicine. And there is no hope. And there's no food in the cupboard, and the children are starving to death, and they don't know what they're going to do. There's no job. They do. And when an evangelist or a missionary or a man of God or a woman of God walks into their city and says, I've got something for you that's greater than silver and gold, that's greater than Cheerios, that's greater than rice or whatever meal it is. I've got something, amen, that will feed your everlasting soul. And not only that, uh, amen, not only is Jesus Christ, amen, the Savior of your soul and going to redeem you from your sins and give you eternal life in heaven one day, amen, but He said, He said in His Word that if I would believe on Him, amen, the works that He did, I can do also, and greater works than these shall I do, amen, because He went to the Father. He sent the Holy Ghost back. The Holy Ghost is now in me, and I'm here tonight to tell you, uh, amen, that Jesus is your hope. Uh, amen, Jesus is your healer. Uh, Jesus is your deliverer. Uh, Jesus is everything that you need. You walk into a place like that, I mean, you don't think those people are hungry, I mean, for a move of God in their life. I mean, there's somebody bringing in some hope and saying, I mean, I've got something, amen, that's going to save your soul. And not only that, uh, it'll raise you up out of that place you're in. Amen. Open up your blinded eyes. Uh, amen. It'll open up your ears. It'll straighten you back up. Uh, amen. It'll heal you, man. Did you think uh, that these people wouldn't be hungry for a move of God? Why aren't we hungry for a move of God in the United States of America? Why aren't we hungry for God in Raven New Testament Church? Amen. I'm going I'm to step out there just a minute. Just give me a second and I'll get off of it. Amen. Why aren't we more hungry than we are? Why am I not more hungry than I am for a move of God? Above us, I've been studying and I've been praying and seeking God. We went through this... Uh, about two months it was of prayer meetings on Thursday nights. And, <clears throat> and I'm going to tell you what, uh, God, I, I really think, and I'm not, I'm, not say, I'm not saying this, God don't take us the wrong way, okay? Amen. But God did some things in my life through those prayer meetings. I think he did it for you as well, but above him, I mean, I mean he, he really did. 
I mean, he changed some things in my life and in my heart, my mind. I mean, the way that I think. I mean, and I, and I prayed that transform me by the renewing of my mind, that I can prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. He'll say, God, I want to I want to know what your perfect will is in my life. And as I come through that, and uh, Amen, we've been continuing on with some others praying at different times, and uh, Amen, taking time to fast and pray and seek God, Amen, in our lives, Amen. I'm seeing God do some things uh, in my life, Amen. I'm seeing God change uh, some areas of my heart that needed to be changed a long time ago. I, I, I see God transforming some areas in my life, brother Bubba, Amen, that have been obstacles for me, Amen, have been hindrances for me, Amen, that have kept me, Amen, from receiving, uh, Amen, this promise that I'm talking to you about tonight, uh, amen, that has been uh, distracted by every other thing that could be around me, uh, amen, and quit, uh, amen, and stopped focusing on the one true thing that I needed to be focused on, uh, amen, and I see God beginning to do that uh, in some of your lives as well, uh, and I'm here to tell us, uh, if we'll get focused, uh, amen, on what God wants to do, if we'll get serious, uh, amen, what God wants to do, get hungry for, the, for a move of God, we can see these works being done in our midst. I believe it. Amen. Now, I don't want to have to go to Zimbabwe to see a move of God. Now, if God calls me to go to Zimbabwe, we'll, we'll get a, I don't know, if we can afford a plane ticket to go to Zimbabwe. I don't even know how you get to Zimbabwe. We might take a boat. I don't know how you get there. If God calls me to go to Zimbabwe, I'll go to Zimbabwe. But I don't want to, go to have to go to Zimbabwe to find a move of God. I don't want to have to go to Honduras, amen, to find somebody who wants the move of God. Amen. We need it here. You see, it's different. Amen. They got different problems over there in those countries. They got different needs over there in those countries. But we got some really serious needs right here in the United States of America. Hmm? Amen. And if the Lord's willing, the creek don't rise and the sun comes up next Sunday night. We're going to talk about casting out demons because I'm going to tell you what, there's a lot of devils and a lot of demons and a lot of things going on out there in this world today, amen, that we as Christians need to be aware of, amen, that's probably, as I said at the beginning, that's going to be one of the most powerful power encounters, amen, that you will ever come against if you come up against it, amen, but there are a lot of demons and a lot of devils and a lot of evil spirits that are in this world today, amen, that need to be cast out. There are people who are bound with addictions. I mean, look around you. I mean, think back 20 years ago, right? 30 years ago, whatever it was. Hey, Amen. I mean, if you if, if there was a drug addict out there, it was very it was very obvious. It was very. Uh, hey, Amen. They, they were few. They were easy to pick out. Now, brother Bubba, it's everywhere. It's all around us. There are people that are bound up with all kind of things. I'm not just talking about drugs. I'm talking about all kinds of things. It could be alcohol. It could be nicotine. It could be drugs. It could be pornography. It could be, uh, uh, it could be anger. It could be uh, uh, beating their wives. I mean, whatever it is. I mean, there's some things going on in their lives, amen, that are not of God and it's of the devil. Amen. And we need to get rid of it. Amen. Because Tep and I talked about this a few weeks ago. What we've got to remember is it's not the person that we're fighting against. Because behind that person that has that addiction or behind that person that has that demonic force in their life that's controlling them and is manipulating them, there's a soul, Brother Bubba, that needs saving and needs deliverance. Amen? 
And if, that's, if that person doesn't get deliverance and doesn't get, amen, that, that spirit cast out of them, they move on, uh, amen, and they keep going down the road and they never get delivered by the Bible, I'm, I'm afraid to say, amen, I, I, I know people, some people believe this differently, amen, but I don't believe you can be a Christian and be possessed by the devil at the same time. Now, I'm getting ahead of myself, amen, I'll try not to get too far in the next week, amen. The devil can be out there and he can be talking to you. A Christian can be influenced by the devil. In a sense, a Christian can be under the control of an evil spirit where they're allowing them to control their thoughts and their actions and what they're doing. But there's a line that's drawn there, amen. Once you've been possessed by the devil, amen, I don't think you can be possessed by the Holy Spirit at the same time. So if that person is bound up, possessed with an evil spirit and a demonic force, they are on their way to a devil's hell unless we intervene. Who else is going to help them? You ever thought about that? You think, you think going to a psychiatrist is going to cast that devil out? <laughs> Come on, somebody. You think some medication to calm their nerves and make them like this is going to cast the devil out of them? So if we don't, what happens? That's another soul that the devil's got. And the devil wins on that one. It's a power encounter when you and I, well, through the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, you know what the Holy Spirit does? The Holy Spirit comes down in our hearts, amen, lives in our souls, overflows us when we get the baptism of the Holy Ghost. He'll come up there and he'll say, something ain't right here. That person needs help. That's an open door. God has given us an opportunity to help somebody. Let me get off of, let me get off of demonic stuff. I mean, I want to get us, I won't get too far. <laughs> amen. The next week, or I mean, get us all nervous. Amen. Tonight. Amen. It could be a sickness. Everybody's like, I hope he's talking about. He's looking at me. I don't know why he's looking at me. I'm just looking straight ahead. I look straight up. I mean, I look at the camera. I mean, I don't know who's out there. So, Amen. It could be a sickness. It could be an infirmity. It could be cancer. It could be, it could be uh, things that I've fought in my life. It could be Crohn's disease. It could be, uh, it could be uh, arthritis. I mean, it could be any number of things in our lives. I mean, it could be uh, addictions, whatever it is. Not necessarily demonic in nature. Could be, but it doesn't have to be. Amen. We have the power of God. I don't know if I'm going to get out of this one verse. <laughs> I got more, but I don't think we're going to get there tonight. We have the power of God, Sister Betty, available to us. I'm going to read it one more time. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believes on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do because I go to the Father. Amen. It's time, Brother Bubba, that we, as New Testament, look, I'm going to bring it home, as New Testament Church, no, no, let me back up. As Rabin New Testament Church, that we make up in our minds that we're about to stand on that promise right there in the Word of God. Amen. And we're about to believe, amen. Uh, amen, that the same God that was yesterday is the same God that's today, and He's the same God that's going to be tomorrow. Amen. And if He ever was a healer, He's still a healer today. If He ever was a deliverer, He's still a deliverer today. If He ever was, uh, amen, something, uh, amen, that somebody's life to give them power and strength in their life, I mean, He's that today. 
But here's the thing. Jesus is not going to come back on the earth in physical form and perform all these works himself. He's depending on you and he's depending on me to do it. That's the, that's the way he set it up, Brother Bubba. He said, I'm going back, but I'm going to send the promise of the Father back to you. And I'm going to work in you and I'm going to work through you. It's not going to be your power. Amen. You ain't going to be like, uh, I mean, what was the one, uh, amen, the, uh, in the book of Acts there, amen, he came up to the disciples, he came up to the apostles there at one point, and he said, man, I just saw you, I mean, you went over there, and you laid hands on them, they began to speak in tongues, he said, I don't have my wallet on me, I mean, he pulls out his wallet, and he goes, how much would that cost me? Pulls it out and says, I got a 20 spot, you know, how much, can you teach me to do this? Your money perish with you. Your money perish with you. It ain't no good. You cannot buy, amen, the power of God in your life. Amen. It does not come with money. Amen. It does, it's not, hey, amen, what family you were born into. Amen. You know what? Amen. And where the power of God comes from in your life. Amen. It comes, amen, for coming down to an old-fashioned altar. Amen. And getting, amen, what you need from God in your life. Getting full of the power of God. It comes doing like some of these did the other night. Uh, amen. There was over here in the floor. Uh, amen. For an hour, hour and a half, whatever it was, uh, seeking God and reaching out for more of Him. That's where it comes from. A lot of people walk around, I think, they're just waiting for God just to drop it on them. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Amen. They're just walking around. Well, if God wants to use me, I guess He'll just open up the windows of heaven and pour out a big old bucket of water on me. God said, I wouldn't waste my bucket of water on you. <laughs> Come on. That's hard, but that's real. <laughs> amen. But when God sees, uh, amen, somebody who, amen, they ain't, got no, they ain't got no fancy name. They weren't born into the Swaggart family. Amen. They, they didn't attend the, amen, the, the most prestigious seminary, uh, amen, or cemetery, uh, amen, in the United States of America. Amen. Just a simple person who came down to an altar who was crying out to him and saying, God, I want more of you. And God said, that's the one I'm going to pour that on. I told you last week, God opens up doors for every single one of us. But you got a decision to make. God isn't going to push you through that door. God opens the door. Amen. And it's there. Amen. If I know I wouldn't let bugs in and mosquitoes, I'd open the door tonight. Show you. Amen. God will open that door. Amen. But it's up to me whether I'm going to walk out that door or not and walk through that door into what God wants to do in my life. Amen. I've got to take the step of faith. Amen. And go out into what God is wanting to do in my life. Amen. Now, God is going to pour it out on those, amen, that are seeking for it. But here's the thing. If God opens up a door in your life and you refuse to walk through it, God's going to take that anointing and that spirit that he had reserved for you He's going to find somebody else that wants it. He's walking through the church saying, who is hungry, amen, for a move of God in their lives? Amen. Who wants more of the power and the Spirit of God, amen, in their lives? Amen. No one understand this. Amen. The Holy Ghost, amen, in power in our lives. As I said in the Old Testament, it was limited. It was only a few people for a limited period of time that God poured out His Spirit upon and used in that way. But don't understand, in the day and hour we're living in today, in the New Testament age, 
The Holy Ghost is available without measure. It's endless. So if you get a big old blessing on your life, I mean, you get so full of the power of God, I mean, just immersed in it, and I mean, just all over the place, there's still plenty left for me. I don't have to get jealous of your anointing, I mean, of your blessing, I mean, because there's plenty left for me, I mean, if, uh, I mean, if I'm sitting around worried about, I mean, somebody else's blessing or somebody else's anointing, uh, I mean, I mean, starting to do a little bit of inventory, look in the mirror, uh, I mean, there's just the word of God and begin to look, uh, I mean, and see, I mean, where's the problem lie? This guy, right? Hey, man, we got to do that. I mean, God wants to I ain't going to, Lord have mercy. Where did time go? I ain't going to make it off this verse. Hallelujah. Let me read it one more time. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. I'm finally going to make it off that verse. Here we go. I'm not going to make it through all we're going to talk about tonight. Verse 13, and whatsoever you ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Verse 14, if ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Now we continue on. I'm going to encourage you, study this out next week. I mean, read 15 down through 20. I mean, there's three things there that God, amen, talks about. I mean, if you'll, uh, amen, let me give them to you real quick. I'm not going to preach them tonight, amen, but go back and study this next week. We can do greater works than Jesus as we obey the commandment of Jesus, amen, the commandments of Jesus out of love. Number two, we can do greater works than Jesus as we depend on the Holy Ghost. And number three, we can do greater works than Jesus as we live in union with our risen Savior, Jesus Christ. Read 15 through 20, study it out this week as far as we're going to make it. Let me go back and read this all at one time. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Now, as I read through that, I only found two requirements, Brother Nate, that I've got to do in order for this to happen. Number one, I've got to believe on his name. I've got to believe on Jesus Christ. It all starts there, faith in him, what he's done. Number two, I've got to ask. Amen. Believe on me, he that believes on me, these works and greater works will he do. And if you ask anything in my name, I'll do it. So we've got to believe on his name, and we've got to ask in his name. Believe in his name. And ask in his name. That's it. Close the book. Sermon over. That's it. That's really it. Believe on the name of Jesus Christ. And ask in the name of Jesus Christ. And he says, whatsoever you ask, I will do it. Has God ever lied? God ever told you a story? You ever found anywhere in the Word of God where Jesus said something that turned out not to be true? If y'all did, let me know. I mean, that might just change my... No. <laughs> uh-uh. It is really just that simple. 
Brother Nate, when we get to the point and the place where we are so hungry for God and on fire for Him, full of the baptism of the Holy Spirit in a fire, amen, we are looking for open doors everywhere, amen, I can open, there ain't nobody back there, is it? Amen. There's an open door, amen, everywhere we look. As you're moving in the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is speaking to your life, amen, things begin to happen. Amen. I ain't got time to get into all this tonight. Amen, but you know it. Amen. The Bible says that when you get filled with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Ghost in your life, God will begin to work in different ways through you, through a word of wisdom, through a word of knowledge, through a word of prophecy, through the gift of faith, through the gift of miracles, through the gift of healing, through the gift of discernment, through the gift of tongues, and through the gift of interpretation. Nine gifts of the Spirit that the Holy Ghost has available to us. You know what he says in 1 Corinthians chapter number 12 about him? The, uh, the, the writer Paul says, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, gives those, hands those out, several, the King James says, severally as he wills. In other words, the Holy Ghost is like walking around, uh, amen, with a big old blessing, amen, of the power of God in his life, and he is looking for individuals uh, who are ready and who are prepared and who are hungry for a move of God in their life, amen, to begin to work through them in these areas. Greater works shall we do because Jesus has already gone to the Father. He's sitting at the right hand of the Father. Amen. And He has sent the Holy Ghost back to us, and that power Amen. is now available, Amen, for whatever we need. And I got a choice. It's dark on the other side of that door. I can't see what's around the corner. I don't know what obstacles lay beyond. I don't know where that door is going to take me. But God opens up a door, and He expects me to walk through it. And no matter what happens... Amen. No matter where I go, amen. No matter what uh, what place I find myself in, uh, He expects me to walk through that door, amen. In faith, in believing in His name, and asking in His name whatever I have need of. Too many people today are shutting the door and not walking through it, brother Bubba. Amen. I was in that area of my life. I've been in that time in my life. Amen. I'm ready, amen, to release. I'm ready to receive what God wants to do in my life. Amen. I'm not going to have a time, amen, to dig into all this. Uh, amen. I, I wish, I mean, we could probably just preach, uh, amen, a whole series on greater works, amen, and talking about all the things, uh, amen, that are available to us, but, uh, amen, and what God can do through us, amen. But I'm here to tell you tonight, amen, God wants to begin to use some of us. Amen. Stand to your feet tonight if you're able to stand. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go to the Father. Whatsoever you ask in my name, I will do it. What a powerful promise. Amen tonight. Amen. I want you to bow your heads, close your eyes, and let's pray together tonight. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for your word tonight, God. We, 
We only made it through a few verses tonight, but uh, amen. In John 14, 12, you told us, God, that uh, God, you desire to work through us, God, and in us, Lord. I wish I could have got to examples tonight, amen, of people who have been healed and delivered and uh, miracles, God, that have taken place, God, just in recent weeks and recent months, God. I wish we could talk about, amen, all the things that are happening, God, in countries across this world. I wish we could, God, talk about all the Pentecostal revival, God, that's being, God, that's breaking out, God, in these places, God. Around the world, God, and around the globe, God, I wish we could, Amen. I wish we could, as, as a church, just take a little trip, uh, Amen, to Zimbabwe or Honduras or some of these places, uh, Amen. Sometimes to just sit in a church service, uh, Amen. It says tens of thousands, uh, Amen, of people are coming, Amen, to hear, Amen, the word of God and are coming, uh, Amen, to be healed by God and be healed by Jesus Christ. I wish, uh, Amen, we would have that same hunger and desire, Amen, in our lives to see it uh, at work, God, here. God, at Raven New Testament Church uh, and in our lives and in our ministries. Uh, God, I wish, uh, God, tonight above all things, uh, God, that we could stir up, God, some people, God, in this community, Lord, and in this church, uh, God, to seek the baptism of the Holy Ghost uh, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. Uh, God, that they would push on uh, beyond, God, the baptism, God, uh, of the Holy Ghost to the baptism in fire. Uh, God, to have an anointing, God, upon their lives, Lord. I wish to God, Lord, tonight, uh, God, that we had a, a group of people, uh, amen, who would get so on fire and hungry for you, uh, God, that they would look for every open door and of opportunity in their lives, God, that we would begin to walk through it. God, but as I look around, God, as I see the condition of this world and I see the condition of the church as a whole, and I see the, the condition of Christianity in the United States of America, God, I pray, God, that there would be a stirring in our souls. God, that we would begin to open up our eyes, Lord, in the spiritual realm and begin to see that there are power encounters that are going on all around us, that there are power encounters happening every single day in our lives. Uh, and God, that we would see, Lord, that there are times uh, we are missing great opportunities to further the kingdom of God, Lord, and to destroy the kingdom of Satan in this world and in this community and in the area surrounding this church and our families. Uh, God, I pray, God, that you would begin to stir some of those. Uh, God, I'm just going to pray uh, a little boldly tonight, God, and I ask you, Lord, God, uh, God, just to help me to pray, God, what you'd have me to pray, but I pray for some of those, God, tonight, God, that just seemingly all they want is just a Sunday morning experience, uh, God, they just want a little dabble do me, uh, God, they just want to come to church and feel like, uh, amen, that they've got everything right with God and they're going to make it to heaven and they don't want to go any further, God, I pray, God, tonight that you would begin to stir some things, uh, God, in their lives, stir some things in their hearts, begin to shake up, uh, God, their hearts and their lives, God, uh, God, shake up. God, their minds, God, and their spirits, uh, God, to go after you, God, and seek you for everything, God, oh, that you have for them in their lives, because we need each other. We need it, but you know what, God, I've realized, God, it's going to start, if it starts anywhere, why not start with me? If it's going to start somewhere, why not start with this little group on Sunday night or Wednesday night? Amen, if it's going to start sometime, God, Amen. We could procrastinate and keep putting it off and say, well, maybe one day. God, but I pray, God, tonight, if it's going to start sometime, why not now? Hmm. Eight people in a Bible study in Topeka, Kansas, and the Azusa Street Revival was birthed out of that little Bible study. 
in the assemblies of God and church of God and all the Pentecostal denominations we know today were birthed, amen, out of that little Bible study with eight people in Topeka, Kansas, amen, and some people that got on fire for God and said, you know what, I'm going to study the book of Acts. I'm going to figure out what the Holy Spirit's all about. I'm going to get it in my life, and I'm going to get every bit of it I can have. I pray, Lord, tonight, Lord, you'd bring us to that place. Lord, and give us, God, that hunger and that desire to go after you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. I'm just going to ask you tonight, does anybody want something from the Lord? Hallelujah. Are you hungry for more of His Spirit? Amen. Amen. Do you feel a desire to seek Him tonight? You want God to open up some doors in your life? Maybe you've been praying and asking, seeking God for some direction in your heart. Maybe, maybe even asking God, what's, what's my purpose? What's my role? What's, my, what's the plan that you have for my life? Amen. If you need to pray tonight for open doors to figure out, God, where, where are you leading me? God where, God, where would you have me to go? God, what would you have me to do? Amen. I believe the opportunity is here tonight, amen, to seek God, amen, to go after Him. If you want more of a spirit, Amen. He's here tonight. Amen. If you've never been baptized in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, He's here tonight. Amen. In the middle of a service, just a few of us on Sunday night, Amen. The Holy Ghost is here. He's present. Uh, amen. And he can fill hearts and lives that are in this place. Maybe you're here tonight and you're fighting a battle. Maybe the devil's, uh, amen, after you. Maybe you've been going through one of those power encounters we've been talking about and the, the kingdom of Satan is coming against your home. Maybe it's sickness. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's worry. Maybe Maybe it's fear. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's doubt. Who knows what it may be, amen, tonight. If there's something in your life, amen, tonight, and you need victory over it in Jesus' name, I mean, I believe there's power here, amen, in the Holy Ghost to receive, uh, amen, what you need from Him tonight. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. If you want to do greater works, through the power of the Holy Ghost in your life, amen, He's here tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to tell you just for a minute. God wants to do something. God's speaking to you. Amen. Let God accomplish what He wants. Thank you for joining us. Please feel free to share comments, prayer requests, or praise reports. Check back soon for additional episodes.